Good morning and welcome to Life on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Amy Debrick, and I'm excited to have you with me this morning. Today we are going to change things up a bit, and I decided to do more of a roundtable discussion with a close group of friends of mine, and we are going to just share the different places and positions that we all come from regarding our job, family, and children during this difficult time, but we also recognize a common perspective that we all share, as well as takeaways on what this quarantine and self-isolation has brought to our lives, what we um, are embracing, as well as what we are willing to let go of. So this is a two-part series where we leave off this week. We will pick up next week, but please feel free to share your own experiences, comment, and your own perspective. You know, the more we learn from each other, the more we have a chance to grow. So I enjoy your feedback and I hope you tune in. Welcome, ladies. I have my local group of women, plus my writer friend, Rachel Adams. She's joining us from Kentucky. Today, we're going to talk about surviving as moms and women the quarantine and being locked down with our own children in a time that is not summer. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just start with some brief introductions. First, I have Deb O'Connell. Afternoon, ladies. (laughs) Um, And then we have real estate guru, Alice Ronaldo. Hello, everybody. We have our only professional teacher on staff here, Nicole Finley. I will survive. We have our acting medical professional, Susan. You know, she's going to hurt me for that. Sorry, She's going to come back to bite me. I mean, I do have other things that I do besides fake doctoring. <laughs> no, you have a lot of talent for sure. Marketing is just a, just a blip on your radar. And writer and my good friend in Kentucky, Rachel Adams. So welcome everybody. Hey, thanks for having us. I'm so excited. I got to put lipstick on today. I was actually going to put a disclaimer out to say to listeners <laughs> that we are not experts in any field, <laughs> except Nicole is an actual teacher. This is not like my normal podcast, which I'm, I'm glad. I think this will be a fun conversation of just real moms and real women surviving this quarantine. So this is going to be just a set up completely different, lighthearted discussion. Um, so I want to get started with what is concerning most people, especially moms right now, which is if we are going to still like our children, when this quarantine <laughs> ends and summer comes. Wait, that's Let's assuming we like them when it started. <laughs> I just want to say, for the record, I wish they had ordered, at least in my household, a 12-foot social distancing. <laughs> my house, I don't feel like it's small. I feel like it's fairly decent size. However... When you are sharing spaces with two girls, because I'm doing probably over-cautioning because Ron had been traveling. So my husband had been traveling. He came home. I'm giving him the 14-day incubation period of just not sharing the same nighttime space. Trying to keep it as very classy as possible. So 
I'm sharing a room with my two daughters, which in theory, yes, that's, isn't that cute and fun? Like we're doing a sleepover. Well, it was fun for the first night and Blair Debrick is not having it at all. Every night she <laughs> says, how many more nights are you in here? <laughs> but when you are getting ready in the bathroom and getting elbowed in the back of the head, yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to just brush my teeth and in the background, I've got elbows being thrown at me from Addie Debrick. Um, with big smiles on her face because she is loving life right now that we are all sharing a room. And I am like, you guys got to just give me a little bit of space. I feel bad. But is anybody else feeling like their house just closed in 3,000 or 5,000 square feet? Now we're all living in a 100, 100 foot radius. Yes. Um, actually, I, I love having Abby and Ethan home all the time. So I'm here all by myself. So to have them here is just fine with me. So it's not bothering me too bad. It's not bothering me, but I do feel like because everybody's not going in and out freely or having a regular summary type routine, even myself, it feels more closed in, but I can totally see your point. Well, it's nice to miss somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a good way to say that, Alan. Nice to miss them. Yes. Although uh, this has caused me to slow down and actually really enjoy Enzo, mm -hmm. um, it has also caused me to start drinking a little earlier at night um, <laughs> because because he's on the move constantly. You guys know Enzo. He wants to. Be playing a game, then he's done with, he's not even finished, he wants light bright, then he's not finished, he wants a snack, and then he wants to go outside, then he, a million things. And on top of that, I have an 83-year-old mom <laughs> living with us that doesn't speak English. So it's, and she's short and can't reach anything. So it's constant. Can you grab this from me? What are they saying? What's going on? Did anybody else die? Can you grab me some flour? Can you, and then I got, and, you know, it's just constant all day long. And I'm going into the bathroom right now with, what do you have, Swedish fish? So, you know, it's just, but I love, yes, I love having them here. Um, it's not often that they're all home. They're not all home right now, but I'm glad that it, it slowed me down to actually take advantage of this quiet time, but I definitely need some sun and some nice weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, Steven's been gone a ton, so I'm not worried about, I'm, I'm worried about him. So I'm not, I'm not really sharing space. But when he has come home, it's been like, we call him Sergeant Slaughter because he has, it, it's like one thing after another. He wants to run around here. Like Sunday, it, it was, holy Moses, my whole house. Uh, every single room looks different. He rearranged furniture. He was hanging pictures. <laughs> like, really? Like, this is not, yep, that's what we're doing. So he cleaned the basement. He had, he had a whole thing ready to go to the dump, which is good because... I'm not always, he calls me a hoarder, which I'm really not in like real layman terms, but he thinks that I am. So, but he's good about purging stuff. Um, and Carson is, he's been actually the easier one. He's actually done really good with school. And Ethan's the one that I've kind of struggled with. The first, the first week it was like, dude, you got to stay home. Like it was hard. So now that he is here, it's like, he doesn't go away. He wants three meals a day. I don't cook three meals a day. Who put me on for that? I cook one. I'm responsible for dinner. You guys, you guys can all figure it out. I don't know. So the whole cooking. The more they're bored, the more they're eating. Yeah. They're just grazing all day long. And me as well, I have to say. But Yes. 
I mean, well, I do cook three meals a day typically, but normally two of those are done by 7 a.m. <laughs> I've already accomplished breakfast and lunch by 7.15. Yes. So I think about dinner until, you know, 4.30. Yes. But you're right. When they're home, it's like in and out all day long with, you know, grazing and wanting something. So you feel, I feel like I'm just cleaning up breakfast and somebody's coming in for lunch. I'm like, whoa, yes. you've got to hold off and be hungry longer. I, don't know I saw a little doing. thing on Facebook. It said, um, use your school stomach. Yeah. <laughs> You're not eating in the middle of the day at school. Find your school stomach. Yeah. So that's what I've been saying. <laughs> what about you, Sue? Well, the first couple of days, I decided to institute the workstations at home. <laughs> so I'm working from home, and I set up workstations for all the kids. And forcing them to all be with me in the kitchen and um yeah yeah nicole this was this was my idea and together we're going to experience this and um and then the next day rachel i also have two stepsons so the next day my stepsons were there so i had all five kids um in the kitchen with me because i guess that was just punishment and um in our little workstations and i will tell you that it all broke loose within about 45 minutes. <laughs> like, it was, why does he have to sit so close to me? Why does she have to look at me when I'm doing work? Why does he have to breathe? You know, it just, <laughs> and so finally I was like, and then they just started lying, bold face lying. Oh uh, yeah, I gotta go do this uh, video Zoom and I can't, I can't do it here. So then I go upstairs to find somebody, you know, on Fortnite. And I'm like, really? So I'm trying to find the balance that now I'm letting them find their own space and just nagging them to make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do, because I guess all being in the same 300 square feet isn't such a great idea, but I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm a teacher and, and I'm also working full time and my work is insane because we're considered a medical facility too. So I'm working around the clock somehow trying to homeschool kids where I clearly can't even do fifth grade math and <laughs> idea what I'm doing. And on top of it, yes, I'm providing three meals a day and you know, nobody's ever satisfied. And yeah. then and making sure they're bathing and being no, I don't care about that. I don't care. I really don't. Bathing's do optional. Bathing is optional for me too. I only showered today because I was on here. I like how everybody only did something because they were coming on today. Like, this was the first day I've worn makeup in, I can't tell you how long. I mean, yeah. I'm not clean, but I do have makeup on. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, what are you going to do? You just. I mean, the only thing we're doing pretty religiously is some form of workout because Joe, my husband, is like creating, you know, workouts for I don't even know who himself that we're supposed to keep up with i'm exhausted but don't you feel like now we're really appreciating authentic real life homeschool moms oh I'm, no we couldn't do it before we thought we could we thought we could if we wanted yeah. to but for teachers in general like yes. i don't know how i don't know how it's done nicole i would kill them i would literally i just it's not it's not my thing i mean Amy, you could have done it beautifully I, I have know, but I turn mean. I'm just like, what do you mean you don't understand? What do you like? I, I start getting mean. I have no. Compassion. Me too. He's in pre-K, and I'm like, what do you mean you can't? Try it again. It's just you know what it is. It's the patience. It's the lack of patience. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, that's why. But go ahead, Rachel. So you tell us what's going on over there. No, I could, I mean, I could echo everything everybody just said. Like, number one, well, I'm introverted. And so uh, Amy and I, we've joked before, like our husbands have practiced social distancing for years, but I now I'm sort of realizing that like I've done the same thing. And so the fact that I do have everybody here and I'm just, it's my patience, I think is wearing thin because I'm used to having so much alone time. It's where I can process because I'm a writer, you know, and I'm a podcaster and this is what I do on a daily basis. And so when I'm constantly having like, as I'm trying to write people coming in, asking me questions and that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, as far as like, and even like the other day I was working out and usually that's my quiet time. And then here I am trying to do this like you know, new routine that I'd never done before because it's an online workout. And I, I told the kids, like, I'm going downstairs. You all, you know, just do your lessons and I'll, you know, come down if you need anything. Well, of course, they just follow me and um, start just making fun of me the entire time <laughs> as I'm like doing all these new moves that are hard and I'm sweating and sort of frustrated and then I'm getting made fun of. And so I just totally was like, listen, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> lost it. Like, if you're going to make fun of me, you know, which was ridiculous. I thought, wow. <laughs> in the world am I even but it was just one of those moments like can I just have a minute like I love you all but I just I need something for myself um because you know all the times that I used to like you know walk on my own and have a quiet time on my own and cook on my own and all those things it's like now there's always somebody there and not that I don't love them but it's just it's just trying to find that balance of of a little bit of me and not feeling guilty for that self-care, but then also feeling like I'm being a good mother. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it's definitely been like a, a mix of all the emotions for sure. I agree. I think it's just feeling pulled in a million different directions because probably like most of you, I, I have a little bit of perfectionism. And so I want to do all things really well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm at about 26% capacity on everything right now. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really not educating my, my kids at all. And <laughs> the meals that I'm creating are <laughs> subpar. I mean, I've taken to making fresh pasta, which you would think everybody would be happy with. And the other day I actually got from Mackenzie, pasta again. I'm like, are you kidding me? I am hand kneading and hand rolling <laughs> fresh pasta. Is this something to complain about? I have so much pasta, you know, um, but it's a balancing. It's it's really hard in them work and and you know just feeling like everything's being done not real well. well and right. I think like what you were just saying. I think that that's what's getting me too. Is that like I had seen some meme that was saying like at the end of all this, I'm either going to be like I'm going to have learned to play any musical instrument. I'm going to be you know being able to be a ballerina. I'm going to be you know have going to have finished writing my book. Like all these perfectionistic things. Like my house is going to be spotless and organized. Or I'm going to have been like 100 pounds overweight because I've eaten everything in the kitchen and I've watched every single episode on Netflix ever, you know, made. And it's like feeling like we're supposed to be making so much great use of this time yeah. and feeling yeah. like we're just scraping by, you know, it's like, yeah. and then, and being okay with scraping by, yes. you know? I think that's it. I think it's okay to admit, you know what? I'm kind of just scraping by and that's okay. I mean, if any of you all get there, let me know how you got there. Nobody's <laughs> there yet. But I mean, to say it sounds good. And slowing, being forced to slow down because I can't show properties. I can't even go drop a key off. I can't really do anything. So a lot of it is 
phone calls, but everything's kind of put on hold right now. Um, I was frantic on Sunday trying to get every showing in that I could because I'm not sure when I can show another property. But on Monday, I woke up and thought, geez, I don't have to schedule a day. You know what I mean? I don't have to show houses. I don't have to, you know, check how this home inspection went or this, this, and that. And it's actually allowed me to be kind of lazy and I kind of like it, you know, because I'm typically, you know me, I'm like on the go all the time, very organized with stuff, but I've kind of enjoyed not taking a shower till one, two o'clock, working <laughs> out at 11 o'clock, you know, cleaning my room as long as I, I don't know, I kind of have just enjoyed that. Now, if I could just get Enzo to <laughs> be lazy too. He is pretty good entertaining himself. It's that he's, you know, he's has that only child syndrome and he wants somebody constantly there playing with him. And then I feel guilty and I have to get on the floor and play with him. And, but he only requires like five minutes because his attention spans like that. So then he's on to the next, but but that's, I mean, I, I actually appreciate this time that it has kind of slowed me down and has allowed me to maybe make, go the extra step and make great meals and stuff like that. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm always on the go. Like somebody will call me and be like, can you show me this house in an hour? I have to get in. I have deadlines, this, this, and that. It's kind of made me slow down and then like, I don't care if I don't shower today. I'm going to make some nice meals. I'm going to organize my bedroom. I'm going to play in the snow, you know, so kind of enjoyed it a little bit believe it or not no i hear you and i think it That's is nice good. to not to not have you know especially with no sports going on um <laughs> to actually have the dinner hour be a normal dinner hour you know because right. i think most of us can agree it's either like 4 30 or 9 o'clock dinner um so it's kind of nice to have some time to you know even like the one time I will say that that I don't feel claustrophobic is during dinner. The kids are usually always in the kitchen while I'm making dinner. And I actually like that because I can get them involved. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's even more than when we sit down to eat, it's when they are the most conversational with me. I don't know if it's just because it's relaxed or and it's when I can hear them talking to each other and I, I can pick up on things that I wouldn't normally hear. And that time, you know, I would have before after work, but it was always so rushed, you know, so that is nice. Mm -hmm. I and noticed that like even when preoccupied, yeah, because you're thinking of what do I have to do next, you know, or yeah, yeah. I even noticed that when we took the exchange student on, is that it forced me to kind of like step up for him, you know, because he had never been in our household. So you know, when you go through those seasons where you're like, you know, like you said, Alice, where you're cooking everything and you're making these great meals and you've got all these good recipes and you're all excited about it, and then you go on that other slump where you're like, it's just kind of you're kind of winging it it's a little subpar it's you know repeats or whatever and then when he came i was like well maybe this is a good opportunity i've been kind of slacking i felt like and what i normally could do to as opposed to what i was doing and so that was actually kind of nice having a reason to kind of not a reason not my family is not a reason enough but you know sometimes <laughs> you need to change it up so like for you this is changing it back up for you it's like when something different occurs like that, you could go in a million different directions in it. But it was funny because I was, I read an article and I was telling Rachel about it. <clears throat> it was this uh, writer, Sarah Butterfield, and she was talking about removing, and I wrote it down, any self-imposed pressure for right now. And it's so true because I think that 
like Rachel had said earlier, you feel like, and even Sue, like you feel like you have to accomplish now that you're home, even though you're still doing the same things. All right. So maybe Alice, you have a little bit more of a ease because you actually physically can't go out. Like you're limited right now. Right. But for like people that are still maintaining their regular work schedule and then having all this other stuff, just, you know, the kids home and that added change. It's like, you still feel like because you're home, accomplishing like cleaning an entire basement or you know um whipping up some you know three course meal every single night or whatever like but that's not really i think for the long haul because we don't know how long this is going to last sustainable and i liked how that's why she had written that article like what's actually going to sustain you cutting yourself some slack and appreciating it like Alice, like she's appreciating it right now because she's taking the opportunities and it's working out but maybe next week you know it's not going to be that helpful. Are you going to be giving yourself that grace to say, like you had said earlier, so just acknowledge that, okay, so this is, I'm not going to be doing that this week. It's going to be grilled cheese and tomato soup. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there is something about sustaining and removing that pressure in order to do that. Well, I was pretty sure that I was going to be able to make Carson Finley a genius. Okay, because I'm a teacher, he's in fifth grade, he's coming to sixth grade. I, he was gonna be a genius. And about 40 minutes in, I was like, how do I do this with 25 sixth graders? I can't even handle my one fifth grader. I'm going to, I'm going, <laughs> it was like breaking out in hives. I didn't understand the pressure of not just letting it, like I have to let him do his thing and I have to do mine and sometimes, expectations are good and sometimes you have to um, readjust your expectations and you also freedom. don't live with your students and they're not with four <laughs> seven and you're not feeding yes. them you're not right. you see your students educate them and they go home you know and i've said that before <laughs> and i say that to parents all the time it's like oh my and i'm like but they don't act that way in school like for the your okay. see there she is a little is there one okay. thing because there's my is that mrs debrick hi carly hi carly who's the boco okay oh, okay oh gosh okay all right yep okay. <laughs> you guys can go you guys can go talk to each other see now this is where the 12 foot social distancing rule would apply because yeah, I'm, pretty it would. Sure, I'm pretty sure see we have cameras up sue and i'm pretty sure i thought i saw you throw an elbow yeah <laughs> when she was coming in i'm not clear but if i play the footage back it felt like i saw an elbow like it was a love tap it was just kind of like a like a massage okay i i wanted to just clarify that well, what you didn't see is my leg was pushing the dog back. <laughs> He's allowed. Yeah. The dogs are this, the added bonus of taking up space. Okay, so in addition to our um, cooking, or not cooking, has everybody been on the fitness bandwagon? It sounds like half of us or most of us are in most, or what's going on with that? Yes, no. What's your best workout? What have you been doing? I want to know what people are doing. I will tell you I've been walking other than when it snowed a foot yesterday and um, just doing some like online at home weights and abs. So what about you? Alice, you go. Um, I've been trying to work out, do a workout every morning. Um, I'll just grab something <clears throat> from an app I have on my phone. 
Um, but I feel like it's negating all of the eating that's going on. Although I've been trying <laughs> to find things for Enzo to do. So we've been baking and I'm not a baker. My mother's a baker. She bakes cookies every day, all day. Um, I'm not a baker. And I've been noticing like, I'm just going to have a little bite here. And then I'll have a little bite there, you know. So as long as I'm strictly doing a workout, I feel like I don't really care. I'm just going to eat. And then <laughs> once we're done with this quarantine, then I'll just starve myself. <laughs> I'm kidding. There might not be any food left. I've been trying to be active outside too, though. But of course, it snowed yesterday. But I did go out yesterday and shovel and play with Enzo. So I was active. What about you? Nicole, um, just the Peloton? I, yes. Um, so I've been doing that and I've been out for, I have been running, um, but I'm not seeing anybody. So I feel okay about it. Um, and then for, I've been doing strength training probably pretty consistently since, um, I don't know, probably January. And I've never done any of that, like any CrossFit trust training. I've always just been a runner. That's it. So it's been a little bit different because with the Peloton, you get all those different apps and stuff. Um, I've, just a huge difference, though, I've seen in my running and, and a lot of stuff. So um, I've been trying to do abs and arms, um, abs and some kind of strength training in the morning. And then my cardio, I try to do at night because um, it helps me from eating all night long. Because <laughs> my bad time is like six to nine. Like, that's my bad time. So... I find that if I plan for my, my workout at, during that time, um, like from seven to eight or something, it really helps my eating at night. So that's what I've been doing. Good. That's smart. That's smart though. What about you, Susie? Saturday, we were working out and one of the stations he had set up, I don't know, I had to hop over something that was really tall. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to clear that. He was like, well, you know, you've got to at least try. I was like, do I though? I mean, because I, I know, I'm not going to clear that. And I feel like I'm just setting myself up for, you know, and Mackenzie, my oldest, you know, was doing it with us. She's like, mom, you can do it. Okay. So I went to hop over it and sure enough, didn't clear it. Face planted, rolled my ankle. It ballooned <laughs> up Saturday night. And then Sunday he said, do you want to do another workout? I know your ankle's bothering you. I was like, are you saying I can't do it? Because I can. He's like, well, but if your ankle hurts, I was like, you just set up the workout and I'll, I'll get through that. Don't you worry about it. So I dragged my foot through most of that workout. And, of course uh, you did. Yeah. Because so a little puffy, <laughs> a little black and blue. Otherwise, doing good over here with the, with the working out. I do remember you doing that. Weren't you in a race in Kentucky or something? Yes. Yes, I was. And you were, okay. A Spartan race, yes, in Louisville. Did you learn from that ever? We didn't? No. Know? Okay. Generally, we don't, Nicole. <laughs> 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 All right, Rachel, what about you? Uh, yeah, so I, I actually have enjoyed, usually I go to a gym and um, I've actually enjoyed a lot of like the, the live Instagram classes that are giving me a chance to try some new things. Like I've tried a bar class and more of like a kickboxing class. And so they're just streaming them live. And I, so I've been doing, just trying new things. Um, so I did, I'm doing that most mornings, but trying just to, I don't know, not... I want a routine, but I also don't want to just be stressed out by the routine. So right. when I can fit it in, I fit it in. When I don't, my kids are doing it with me. Like my little girl even like did her own little yoga class and taught me the yoga class. And we Facebooked Aww. some of her friends and she was teaching them the yoga class. So um, like did a look at a little, her own little live. And then we're all trying to like just take walks together. 
um, which has actually been nice. I told mentioned earlier that's usually my time that I'm alone, but you know, like seeing my little boy will dribble his ball down the street, my little girl's, you know, riding his bike, and then we'll come home and shoot ball, and then we'll go and play tennis, and I don't know, you know, throw baseball out in the front yard. So that's been my goal is to be active like with them, but it's made me even more active. It has been a little bit rainy here, but at least warm, not snowing like you all. So um, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm trying to stay active, but I guess um, like you all have said, I also am like comforting myself with food. And so I'm not, you know, even though I'm probably maybe burning more calories than normal, I'm also probably eating more calories than normal. What about you, Deb? Do you eat more when the kids are home? Um, well, actually, Abby, when she bakes or cooks, I eat more, but I like it when she cooks because she's um, experimenting with some gluten-free things. So like this morning, she made gluten-free blueberry muffins, and yesterday she made me some gluten-free chocolate, chocolate chip cookies. Um, so yeah, maybe I'm eating a little bit more, but I have to do dishes now three times a day as opposed to once so that's my uh, big exercise but Rachel I really I never thought about going online and looking up some different workouts so that might be something that might be a good idea for me to look up some wheelchair exercises and see what's out there on the internet that I might be able to do that I like to because I'm pretty limited but I do, I am more active around the house anyways with both of them here. Go outside more, you know, in and out, over there, go over here, so. It is amazing how much free content is out there, especially now, um, because yeah. every, you know, nobody's allowed to go to the gym, <laughs> and so they're trying to still, you know, do workouts themselves, and um, so yeah, I, I'm, it, it'd be worth um, a search on your, on your internet, for yeah. sure. Good idea. Thank you. Deb, I was going to ask you if you normally, because <clears throat> I know you had somebody coming over and doing like just some strength exercises. So I didn't know if you normally from the wheelchair, if you do anything like with your arms or your hands for like fine motor, do you do any of that normally or? Um, I do have three pound weights that I try to, you know, keep my arms strengthened. Um, yeah, I have to do stuff with my hands. Mm -hmm. Otherwise they they lose their strength very quickly mm -hmm. um and i do like squats at the sink when i'm doing the dishes that's about that's all really that they did when the physical therapy people came over with me anyways so mm -hmm. but it gets boring after a while and sometimes it feels like i, I can't notice any difference or so it would be nice to check out maybe something new and different Definitely. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to ask you guys about was entertainment. <laughs> other than our families. <laughs> so what have you time to do now that you didn't have before, just because you're home? Not necessarily that your schedule allows with work, but because you're home, maybe that you're doing more, is it maybe reading or watching TV or... Um, housework even? I mean, what do you feel like you're doing more of now that you're home that's more of like an entertainment? What would you say, Deb? Well, now that there's no sports on, oh, oh. Uh, and Mark's not watching some sport every time the TV's on, we have been watching movies as a family. But uh, for entertainment, 
we've been watching the Tim Hawkins. Oh, love that. We've been laughing hard with that. Um, and then I guess the, my other entertainment is just, I have an aunt that's, she's wicked funny. So she's older. She's just a new widow. Um, I, I'm concerned about her anyways in this epidemic, but um, she's really funny. So when I get on the phone with her, she makes me laugh. So I have to tell you this one joke that she told me the other day. We were talking about the whole toilet paper thing. And I don't know what it is about that age group. My mom and her, they're just mortified that they can't find any toilet paper. And what are they going to do when they run out? So we were talking about, well, Ma, I said, Mom, there's so many other things you can do. So I was giving her some ideas and so Aunt Pat and I were talking about it, and she's like, oh, I got a great idea. She goes, make sure you save your old dryer sheets, and then you can use those, and then you won't have a wrinkly ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just like, that's like my typical aunt Pat. Oh my gosh. I have to call her every other day. I wasn't expecting that. That was funny. We should we should invite her next time. I know. Well, I want Aunt Pat. That's funny. That's a good one. But it is. I mean, th I think of all the dryer sheets that we have that get tossed after, you know, they're nice and soft. What a great <laughs> idea to keep those around just in case. You never know. Yeah. I wonder if that would apply for everything. I'd like a lot of things less wrinkled. <laughs> 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 this is true. Yes, like, yes, I'd start say, with my face. face first. <laughs> Beauty <laughs> secrets. Oh, that's funny. What about you, Alice? What's your... Uh, Entertainment. Enzo. And I really like watching um, the series All American. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I haven't. On Netflix. We love it. Oh, Siri just picked up. Um, we love it. So we've actually been sitting down and watching that. Enzo's been choosing a movie every night. So we watch the movie with him. Mm -hmm. um, and for a little bit of entertainment, which we've been having a blast doing this, we do um, a virtual neighborhood um, happy hour. Mm. And we all get on around 4.30. <laughs> and it started off just adults, us just kind of talking, but the kids all are on too. So it's kind of fun just to see what That's fun. he's doing in their house or, you know, somebody has a glass of wine, somebody has milk, somebody, you know, it's just kind of fun. We just start happier. <clears throat> what about you, Nicole? I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm a little nerdy. Um, cause I, I love all those Star Trek, Star Wars. So Carson and I rewatched the first three original. Awesome. That was good. And then we delved into some other old classics, um, like Hoosiers. I, I love sports oh, nice. movies. Um, The Natural. Um, so we've gotten through those. We watched the uh, Count of Monte Cristo the other night. So I've been I've been using this opportunity to show some classics. Um, so uh, and then my nerdy side came out because <laughs> CBS came out with a new um, series. It's the Picard from Star Trek: The Next Generation. So I've been like geeking oh, out. Lord. I know. <laughs> it's the opposite of your normal persona of hair and nails and lipstick. Is you being a Trekkie? I know. I know. That's why I'm laughing. Live long and prosper, baby. <laughs> They'll do that again. 
I can do it with both hands, Susie. No, that's, I've I wouldn't. Never seen, I've never seen one of them. I've never I, seen have, I don't even know that I watched the whole thing of the original Star Trek. Mini oh, yeah. Well, there's many seasons. There's the original, and then there's The Next Generation, and then there was Voyager. I know. I'm big nerd. Big nerd. Okay. That's fun, though. It's fun for something for you guys to do together. Yeah. So. What about you, Suze? Um, we have been we've been playing a lot of board games. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. We did go out before we couldn't go out, and we got some new board games. We had a ton, but with only like a quarter of the pieces. <laughs> so we revamped, and um, we've been playing a lot of cards. I've been teaching Mackenzie and Joe how to play pitch. Mm -hmm. Oh, can we do that live so I can get a, a, a refresher? No. I love But yeah, a lot of board games with all the kids and trying to find board games that I think, you know, I'd like to relate to a 19-year-old and an 11-year-old on both ends of the, of the spectrum can appreciate and have fun with. Um, so we have found some. And I've been doing a lot more reading, which has been really nice. I've kind of taken a little TV break for a little bit. I'm not saying I haven't watched anything, but I've been trying to take a little bit more of a break. I go through phases. Um, and I've been reading a ton. And so that's been nice. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, we've been FaceTiming family a lot. And that's nice because I, you know, I was supposed to see some family over Easter and then again in April that all got canceled. So, and friends we've been FaceTiming with um, just to kind of, because everybody's in the same boat. You know, I was FaceTiming with friends in Florida on Saturday night. And they were saying that it was a little sticky sitting outside and they had to turn on their ceiling fans because it was a little muggy. <laughs> it felt bad. It felt really bad. But, um, you know, so yeah, that's about it. What about you, Rach? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the same. The, the board games, um, it, because it has been sort of nice here, we have been spending a lot of time outside. We've been watching more like reality shows as a family, like American Idol and Survivor and that kind of thing. And that sort of helps us to look forward to something. You know, we try to have something. And then the baking. And um, and then I've been just personally like, because although writing is my work, I also it's also my entertainment. So I've been spending a lot of time doing that and, and enjoy that. And then also Marco um Amy a lot <laughs> I drive her crazy I like yeah, that so. have I had never even heard of that Marco Polo app my niece sent it to me and then do you guys use that I had never used uh -uh. that before yeah no. I just started all her kids and stuff are on it now too so yeah it's really great how we can keep in touch yeah so, oh, that's cool it's like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a FaceTime yeah yeah. But you don't have to do it in real time. So it would be like if I had a ridiculous thought, which happens throughout the day, <laughs> I would just get on and you, you know, you just like hit start and you do your video message to whoever and say whatever you want to say. And then if they're, if they're active, it'll say they're active. But if they're not, they'll look at it later and then they'll just respond in their time. So it's just, I don't know, it's easier. I find boxering in, in something like that easier than texting. I can't, I'm getting less and less tolerant with trying to talk text and have it keep self-correcting. And then I feel mm. like I have to go back because if I have something that I yeah. want to say, you know what I mean? Like it's such a pain to do that. I mean, yeah, like it's, I don't even correct it. I just let it go. <laughs> well, I think it's hard to text too. I'm done. I don't correct yeah. it anymore. I agree, Alice. 
Yeah, sense somebody's tone. Like sometimes if I read something and I'm like, wow, that was kind of snarky or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When they're really, it was completely innocent or it, the other way, they might be reading it and be like, wow, she was pretty short with me, but I really wasn't. I was just kind of, you know, so sometimes right. it's, it's easier just to make the phone call or like you said that, that kind of sounds like a, like almost like a Snapchat or something, I, which I don't do. I don't snap. Everybody asks me, do you snap? I have, no, I don't snap. Uh, I mean, I don't know because I've never had Snapchat. I don't think so but Blair hasn't said that she doesn't she uses um this Marco Polo app with my nieces too she hasn't said that it was but I sh I could ask her I'm not sure but it, well, I, I think it's funny when I used to text even the kids that they were the first ones to tell me like why why were you so upset when you said that and I'm like I wasn't upset when they're like, well, you put a period at the end. And I'm like, that's good grammar. <laughs> it is true, though. Why are you irritated? I'm like, I'm not irritated. Yeah. I, just, I just got to the point and said something. She's like, oh, okay, LOL. Like, throw the LOL so you're not irritated. <laughs> well, sometimes I feel like I'm just rushed. And and I, I'm not really, like, I talk to text a lot, and it comes out weird sometimes. Or just even if I'm actually texting, I'm doing it fast. I don't go back and really look at it like I should. And that's, that's bad on me. So my tone, I'm sure can come across, you know, completely differently than I intended it to because right. I'm just rushed. I'm just like, okay, got that done. I got to move on to the next thing. And then, you know, I have to hear from that friend for three days. And <laughs> so, <happy. laughs> like, so I should probably pay more attention to that. They're like, yeah, thanks a lot. So. <laughs> Well, that's it for us today. Next week on Life on Purpose podcast, we're going to pick up where we left off and begin our discussion on parents, um, how this has affected them, how it's been affecting us, um, as well as hosting house guests during this time, and also learning how to reframe this um, you know, difficult situation um, for good and looking for silver linings, as well as shifting our priorities to find balance and beauty and for what's to come. So I look forward to having you tune in next week. In the meantime, don't forget to live your life on purpose and have a great weekend. God bless.